Working and eating right is always a challenge. And with the holidays coming up, it may seem impossible. We share with you some secrets we use to stay on track while still enjoying the holiday season. You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Be Fit and Me podcast. This is a Fit Friday episode, and we appreciate you listening each week and giving us all of your feedback. One of the great things about hosting this show alongside Lena is that we have very different perspectives on how we do things in life. And we also have very different work schedules. So I work, you know, more of the quote unquote nine to five, which can be nine to eight or 10 to 10, (laughs) depending on the day. Um, Whereas Lena has a more flexible work schedule because she works for herself. So In this episode, we're discussing the ways that we can stick to our fitness and life goals, particularly around like meal prep, planning, cooking, working out, Um, when it comes to the holidays or things happening during the week, events that may disrupt your normal schedule or routine that you've laid out for yourself when it comes to eating and fitness. Yeah, and so I think um, it's only appropriate that we have more fit episodes, maybe than me episodes. Fit me balance, which we'll talk about today. That is very relevant to what we're about to talk about. Okay, so I guess I'll get started on um, meal prep, Um, just food in general, how I prepare my meals. I don't eat out a lot. Maybe 20% of the time I'm going out to dinner or a special occasion I go out to eat or I go to brunch. But in general, I like to cook my own food and eat my meals at home. And this is a combination of me wanting to save money and being in control of what I'm putting in my mouth. And like Amber said, I do have a flexible schedule, so I'm allowed to make my meals during the week. And regardless of what you do for a living, you have to set that time aside to plan those meals. You could be in Amber's position or you can be in mine, but it's a matter of setting that time aside. And if you have been following me on Instagram... I decided to share some of my meals that I like to make my favorite meals. So I put it in my story. So if you've, you know, have looked at them, you get an idea of their easy, basic meals, but some of my favorites. And so, for example, what took place yesterday, it's not a typical day for me, but um, it gives you an idea of how a day can go. I left the house at 7.45 a.m. I returned. It was around 2.30 When I got home, I changed, and then I started looking in the cupboard. I had chicken in the fridge, and I was like, what can I make? So I put some things together and ended up cleaning the chicken, putting it in the slow cooker, which is one of my favorite things to use because I can leave the house and food is cooking. So chopped up my vegetables. I put my chicken in, put all my ingredients. So the whole reason behind me wanting to do this is because I wanted to go to the gym for at least an hour. I also knew later... Um, that I was planning to go out with um, my partner and some friends. So I didn't want to rush and eat something bad. And I also wanted something 
for the next day. I had to quickly come up with something and that's what I did. So by the time I got home, it was a little after five and <laughs> got ready for my nights and ended up getting stood up by everyone. So I ended up watching Scarface, but that's besides the point. I had a meal, sat down, spent it with my man. And the next morning I had some food to bring to my meeting. And yeah, so again, it requires some thought going to the store, having the food, preparation, having a slow cooker or pot crock or <laughs> a crock pot <laughs> and all of those things. But again, if you plan, 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 plan is key and essential to having a healthy diet. So for me, it's eating at home. I don't eat that much. And well, I don't know. a week you typically prep your... I don't necessarily meals. prep my meals. If I do make a meal, like the slow cooker meal that I made, it may last two days. So I don't like to eat meat after three days max. So I do prep in that way, but I usually just make the meal for the day. I'll make a tuna sandwich, a turkey sandwich. I'm going to get home, sit for a second, and then off again. So for me in my meal planning, I must admit that I do rely on a lot of pre-packaged and frozen food. You know, we've mentioned on a previous episode about, you know, Trader Joe's and that seems to be what's working for me right now. And so what I will typically do is because the prepackaged salads only last for so long and usually it's, you know, two or three days after I've bought it, I usually plan to at least have a salad on my Mondays and Tuesdays. And because I know... Tuesday is normally my Tabata workout day, which is a little bit more intense in terms of my training. And I may need something with a little bit more substance. So I may opt for a salad that has a protein like a cheese or a falafel because I'm not typically eating meat Monday through Friday during the week. Um, whereas a Monday, if I'm you know doing just a cardio type of class, I'm more comfortable just having pure vegetables, no protein, and maybe for my meal, my dinner at home, I will have some protein later in the day. So that's kind of how I plan my Monday, Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, actually at work, they do have a nice sushi bowl. So I will opt for the sushi bowl sometimes and purchase that. Um, and then for my Thursday or Friday, like I said, because I'm doing my grocery shopping on Sundays, I can't get a salad for a Thursday or Friday because it's, you know, it's going to not, it's going to spoil. So I'll opt for frozen foods at, you know, Trader Joe's. So I've done anything from the eggplant Parmesan. They has a, had a great kale and grains, a frozen meal for a while. So I usually opt for some sort of frozen option. And then that'll get me through the week for my lunches. Uh, For my dinners, honestly, it's more the same because I have an hour plus commute home. So I'm usually not getting home until around 8 o'clock. So by the time I'm eating, it's late and I don't necessarily have time to cook. So I also mentioned when we were talking about, um, you know, sort of our meal planning is that I may opt for 
pre-packaged foods that I can sort of put together. So either I can add my own seasonings or I can mix a pre-made sauce with noodles or something where like the work's been half done because I'm not going to be able to sit there like chop food and prep everything and cook it for 45 minutes. That's just not realistic. So something that's half prepared, I do not like to use the microwave. Um, during the week at least when I'm doing those meals I at least want to cook it over the stove or in the oven so I will opt for you know food that is pre-packaged that I can you know sort of put together and prepare over the stove or in the oven so that's kind of how I plan my dinners and then in terms of cooking I do like cooking but because of my schedule it's not always realistic so I will definitely do it on the holidays I definitely cook holiday meals. I can do a full Thanksgiving and, you know, any other holiday because I have the extra day to cook. And then, or I'll try to make it um, happen on a Sunday, which, you know, I will do. I will cook a meal on Sunday that we can have for the next day or two. So that's typically how I sort of balance cooking with, you know, other meal options because cooking doesn't always work because of the time that it takes. Um, but I also think it's worth mentioning that I did invest in an instant pot. Oh yeah. And those so are great. the pressure cooking is, you know, like 10, 15 minutes. So I'm still experimenting with that. I've done a couple of meals in the pressure cooker, but I think overall it could be a great alternative to even the frozen foods. Now I can maybe cook, more fresh foods, but more quickly and efficiently. So I'm excited to see how that sort of changes my meal prep and you make, eating. You can make yogurt with that too. So it's amazing what you can do with that thing. And to go back to explain in a previous podcast, I did talk about going to the store more often than just say twice or even three times a month. I do go to the store quite a bit in a week. So there are sometimes I'm going six or even twice a day. So I just wanted to remind you that getting fresh food requires you going um, often. And to go back to your what you just talked about, um, that also was the reason you got to your current goal weight, like by eating that way. So you don't have to do what quote unquote trainers and these fitness models are doing because you did it your way and got and achieved a goal you set for yourself by eating frozen meals and by doing it this way, right? Yeah, so it was a combination of the changing my workout routines and my diet. And what I found was that when I was eating out less, I was not eating as much fried foods. So even if I wasn't eating meat, I feel like I still was eating a lot of French fries and certain foods that maybe weren't as healthy. And so when I opted to go the route of eating prepackaged foods and salads during my lunches. I did overall um, eat healthier, eat less fried foods, eat less fatty foods. And because I'm not a huge meat eater, like I enjoy meat from time to time, but be, but because it's not something that, you know, I desire all the time, I was able to cut that out. Um, to some extent, like I said, I still on the weekends or, you know, maybe a couple of days a week, um, but not, I'm not eating meat on a daily basis. So some of those changes just in combination with my fitness routine is what has sort of made the difference in my 
you know, physical appearance. And moderation, too. Oh, everything in moderation, yeah. yeah. So when it comes to going on vacation, all diet and sticking to a plan really goes out the door for me. I am really all about enjoying the place that I happen to be visiting, embrace the culture, um, the foods they have offer, and just really, it's about the experience. So that's really what it comes down to is not stressing, not worrying about as far as counting calories and all of that. It's really about the experience. But I must say that, say I'm traveling, um, you know, somewhere where I'm more active, I may eat a bit more, you know, because I know I'm going to work it off. But again, we can get into that when we talk about our workouts. But again, I just, I don't think too much about it. I don't know if you are the same. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of going on vacation is to free yourself of your normal routine, to relax, to enjoy, you know, food and experiences that you don't get to enjoy at home. So I would never deprive myself of trying the things that I, trying the foods that I want to try. And so, like I said, if I'm not eating meat during the week, but I'm on vacation and, you know, I was in Europe and in England in particular, they eat a lot of meat. So if I wanted to try something, I was certainly going to do that. And just know that also while I'm there and, you know, we can talk about this at a later time too, in terms of like the workout routines, as long as I still get a couple of workouts in and, or I'm walking, or maybe I'm in a place where I'm hiking or biking. So I'm doing active things, you know, I allow myself to eat what I want to eat because I'm balancing it out with other activities. So I think it's just you ha- you have to allow yourself that freedom um, or else then it becomes a chore. And then what happens is when you do slip, you punish yourself or you feel guilty or you get mad at yourself. And that actually <laughs> puts you into a negative spiral in the wrong direction. So if you approach it like, yes, I'm going to give myself this break. I'm going to try this food. I'm going to eat what I want to eat, but I'm still going to get a couple workouts in And even though it's not my normal routine, I know I'll get back to that at home. Then you can forgive yourself and you can enjoy it. And when you get home, you get back to, you know, whatever those things are in your day to day um, that help you to stick to, you know, your normal fitness and eating routine. Yeah. And to go along with with what Amber said, it's um, forgiving yourself. And so if I'm on vacation, it like I said, it depends on where I'm going Um, and also if I'm with family and we're lounging, we're relaxing, we're by the ocean, you know, I'm more likely to go to a gym if the resort offers it, uh, because I feel lazy and I feel like I need to do something. But if I'm on a more adventurous trip, say walking around Europe or something, then I'm just going to slow down and just be in the moment. So yeah, I don't stress too much or think about food or even working out while on vacation. But what I do think a lot about when it comes to diet and working out is during the holidays. And I know a lot of people stress about this. So do you want to share maybe some secrets? We mentioned this in the intro um, that you um, personally use to battle or overcome those temptations. I don't know if it's a secret per se. I think for me, you know, like Lena said a few minutes ago, it's, everything in moderation. So, 
you know, if I'm baking an apple pie or, you know, pumpkin or sweet potato pie or whatever for Thanksgiving, I'm going to have a piece of sweet potato pie. Like I'm, I'm going <laughs> to eat it. And so because the truth of the matter is, like, if you have a craving for something, it's not going to go away until you indulge it. But I think the challenge is not overindulging. And so when you have that piece of pie, don't go back for that second piece of pie. <laughs> like I had my moment, I had my pie tomorrow. If I need, would like a little taste or something, maybe I'll do that. I think the key is allowing yourself that let's call it the first bite or that first taste, but not then having a second and third serving. I think it's about the portion control. And so, and knowing that there's always going to be leftovers for Thanksgiving or, you know, the holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever it is. So have your meal today and know that you can taste it a little bit more tomorrow. You don't have to eat it all in one setting. Absolutely. And to go with that, there is usually more drinking involved with the holiday season. So again, you know, there are ways to drink less calories by using alternatives. So that's something to consider and keep in mind too. And when it comes to indulging and enjoying the holiday season in the food, it only happens once a year. So don't stress. I tell my clients this all the time. Don't count calories. I don't count calories. You know, you're going to measure your results by how your clothes fit. Don't even go on a scale. You know, it's about being in the moment, being present with your family and at that time of year. So don't add on additional stress and constantly worry about calories because you're doing this once, you know, and then once New Year's Eve comes, you know, as much as I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, you'll start a new year and a new chapter. So the bottom line is be in that moment, live in the moment and be present and enjoy it. And that means like Amber says, eating a piece of pumpkin pie or whatever you wanted to indulge in, go for it. And I should mention, because I do work in an office environment, there is a lot of food around the holiday season where people are bringing in cookies and, you know, cakes and different things. So I recognize that it can be challenging. I think, you know, what I would recommend is that know what you really enjoy and what you don't enjoy so much. Because maybe there is something that's there that's like, this is something that I really enjoy, so I'm going to have a little taste. But I wouldn't really eat these cookies anyway. So, like, why would you eat them just because they're there? (laughs) You know? So, like, in your mind, having boundaries for yourself in terms of, like, what you think is worth splurging on and what you can avoid. And so I think having that mindset so that when you see it, it's like, well, I don't normally really eat donuts anyway. And if I did, it would have to be this kind of donut and this kind of donut isn't here. So you know what? I can say no. (laughs) So I think having in your mind those boundaries for yourself when you see that food around the office will help avoid. Because like I, I... for me, for example, I have a thing for icing, like a certain kind of icing, the thick, bad <laughs> icing, the whipped stuff I don't care for. So if there's a cake in the office and there's the whipped icing, like why am I going to waste my time when I know that that's not what I enjoy? So just like having those mental sort of limitations for yourself. And if you see something that is really what you would like and it's on your list of those, you know, sort of exceptions, then have a taste, you know, or bring some home for later. But if it's not, then walk away because you're just going to end up feeling guilty after the fact. 
I never feel guilty. But in other words, what Amber's trying to say is pick and choose your battles when it comes to food. Yeah. I'm trying to say what I am saying. (laughs) And, and a tip I give my clients is during those holiday seasons, when you're feeling, you know, tempted to grab something like Amber says that you really want, bring your own snacks, bring your own food to stuff in your desk or wherever people happen to keep their stuff, their cubicles desk, you nine to five people. And so you can grab that when you feel like you want to go reach for something that, you know, is not so good. But again, indulge in it if you feel the moment is right for you to do that. And so that brings me to the idea, not the idea, (laughs) the reality that during that time or just any time throughout the year, we do have lazy moments. We don't want to go to the gym. And how do we fight that urge um, to say, no, you know, I got to keep on it. I'm going to go. And if I have to go at a different time than I used to, I'm still going to go. I mean, you did tap into that a bit, but do you want to add any additional things to how you fight laziness? Well, I do. So I think that once you get into a workout routine, that you will be in tune with your body and there will be days that you will feel like, you know what, I just, I don't have it in me today. Um, but I, I think one of the approaches that works for me or there, there are certain classes in the week that I commit to going to. So like my Tuesday Tabata class is a class that unless something time sensitive is coming up at work and there's no way I can get out of the office, I will commit to that class. And so there are a couple of classes like that during the week that I never allow myself a lazy day for those classes. It's the other ones where I can do a Wednesday or a Friday that if I'm not feeling it on Wednesday, I commit to Friday. So I think um, the key is that if you have a day like that where you're just not feeling it, and again, this is after you've established a routine for yourself and you're on a schedule, then you give yourself that break because chances are you're not really going to be able to give your maximum effort and get the full benefit of that workout if you're mentally not in that place but you also have to understand that when you're making that decision on Wednesday you're saying but I am committing to Friday because I wasn't going to work out on Friday and now I know that I need to make it happen on Friday so I think if you're going to make that exception you find another day in the week or another way to make that up and you commit to that so I think that's one way to you know push past it um you know The other thing that you can do is that when you are, you know, planning your workouts and say, you know, you're going to be traveling for the holidays or something, it's just to sort of give yourself an idea of your plan for the week. So for this week, I know I have this, you know, after work event, I know this is happening and I'm traveling this day. But if you go into the week saying I need three good workout days, so then you have it you have a goal in your mind and it's on you to sort of figure out when it works so maybe something's happening on wednesday so that day is not going to work so then you're like okay tuesday thursday friday however you can get it done so you find ways to achieve that you know 3 day workout goal during that week without necessarily having to commit to a certain time or a certain day So I think that's another way you can provide yourself some flexibility, you know, during those times when your schedule might not be normal. Exactly. And those are some good tips. So 
my definition of lazy is um, not making it to the gym. Say I missed my window and my window is usually in the middle of the day because it's the slowest time of the day. I will stay at home and do a workout at home. So I call that lazy because I'm not lifting, you know, the machines and using that type of equipment. I have my dumbbells, my bench at home and my stability ball. I don't call that lazy. I call that motivated to work out at home. Like don't feel like you're lazy working out at home. You should be proud of yourself if you're working out anywhere. Well, that's my version of it because I'm not getting in the car and I'm not going, but I'm still working out. So that's my version as a trainer. Um, But I am not a typical trainer because I am human and I don't try to act like I am any better than anyone else. So I put myself in my client's shoes all the time. So when I give them, you know, advice, I say, you know what? I slip up. I like on vacation. I don't work out. I, I, um, may eat something that I craved and ate a lot of it. I never feel bad about it because my body wanted to eat it. And my body sometimes just wants to take a break. So like Amber says, you know, sometimes you got to just be in tune and listen to your body. And that's exactly what I do. There are times I just don't want to work out. And it's not because I'm mentally just saying, I'm not going to work out today. I'm going to go out and drink and party. It's because my body is just tired and I need to recover. And so if I take a day, two, three days just to be at home and hit the refresh button and mentally prepare myself, I'm back at it again. So I never have a moment where I regret anything I do or feel guilty because I know I'm just going to get back on it the next day. So I think that's super important and it's exactly what Lena is saying and that's what I was referencing and being in tune with your body and those days where you're mentally taxed or maybe you haven't been sleeping well and it's just you can't in that moment, bring yourself to give your best workout. Um, But that can only come when you have a workout routine for yourself because otherwise that's just an excuse. And (laughs) if you haven't made it into the gym for, and then when not going becomes a habit. So you're, you've, you've developed a habit by going all the time. You're just taking a pause. You're hitting the pause button. So yeah, we're going to talk more and so much more about fitness and how it's incorporated in our lives and how we, I honestly would not be able to live without fitness and doing active things. So you're going to hear a lot more. We just wanted to give you a little bit of what we do when it comes to meal planning and sharing that with you. And especially um, with the holidays coming up, we'll have more episodes involving the holidays um, as we get closer. But um, I guess that leads us now to our fit tips. And I already explained what our fit tips were, um, what the fit tip segment is in the previous podcast. Do you want to go ahead and share? Do you want me to go? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I sort of already gave my fit tip in the episode, (laughs) but the bottom line is your body will tell you, don't get down on yourself when you're just not feeling it in a day. But get even with yourself. (laughs) So if you're not feeling it one day, get even with yourself and get back in the gym another day. And so allow yourself that moment, but also, you know, remind yourself and push yourself to, you know, make up for it. So that is my fit tip. Forgive yourself. That's a great. Get even with the gym. Yeah, that's a great fit tip. Everyone needs to learn how to do that. It's challenging for a lot of people to do that. So my fit tip is my use of ACV. (laughs) In other words, that's apple cider vinegar. And I do drink that every day. Believe it or not, I I don't take a shot of apple cider vinegar. But every morning I wake up before I have my coffee, before I even brush my teeth, I go in the kitchen and I take, I don't measure it anymore. I just pour apple cider vinegar 
in room temperature water. Many use warm water, um, but I use room temperature, drink it, and then go about my day. The reason behind using apple cider vinegar, there are so many benefits. The number one reason, it keeps you regular. It um, flushes all the bad toxins out. Every day, you got to think of it as you're giving yourself a cleanse. But I also use it um, in my foot lotion after the shower, and I mix it with, it's a combination of coconut oil, eucalyptus oil and apple cider vinegar so i have a little dish in the bathroom and every time i go to the shower i put it on it's great for your skin people use it in their hair it's been known to help with diabetes just overall health and weight loss and it improves digestion it's also been known to relieve headaches and chronic fatigue so like i said there are so many benefits to it i'm not going to list it here um i even have the bragg's apple cider vinegar book (laughs) you know it's interesting they have a lot to say just overall um look into it research on your own don't take my word for it it's important for you to do the research because you're gonna get more out of it than what I'm saying. But I wanted to share a little bit from the book, so I'm just gonna read something. So here it goes. And this may be surprising to you, surprising to me when I first read this book a while back. Every 90 days, a new bloodstream, the river of life is built in the body by the foods you eat, the liquids you drink, and the air you breathe. From the bloodstream, body cells are made, nourished and maintained. Every 11 months, we have a new set of billions of miraculous body cells. And every two years, we have an entirely new set of bones and heart tissues. So there is no reason to get old because the body is constantly cleansing and renewing its cells to keep your precious human temple healthy for life. So if you really take those words and like, wow, you can rejuvenate and become a different person by the foods you eat. And that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was amazing when I heard that. So just this little step of me taking apple cider vinegar every day. And I even take this on the road. So if I'm going on vacation, maybe if I'm going home, my mom has it. So I don't need to take it there. So I take it on vacation. I have it at home and I don't use apple cider vinegar that's been, um, processed so you want the mother you got to look for the milky brown substance that looks like a spider web at the bottom if you've ever had kombucha it's the similar substance that's at the top it's that looks like mucus so you're looking for that so yeah that's my fit tip for the week and it's relevant i guess to this episode because it's all about renewing refreshing yourself I bought my brags last week oh you did <laughs> yes. and yeah the number one thing is it's cleansing it's getting you regular that may be tmi but everyone needs that (laughs) yeah so hopefully you gain something from this conversation you feel empowered inspired to go and do something different maybe go and cook tomorrow or um take on a new challenge or just eat less fast food this week yeah that's that's a huge step (laughs) because that means you need to go to the store now and you need to learn how to cook, use the stove, use a knife. I mean, just how to turn it on and then you can just throw it in there and warm it up. Like. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're getting off track here. So, um, yeah, we just we look forward to talking with you more and more every week. So thanks for joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BeFitAndMe. And that's spelled out. So B-E-F-I-T-A-N-D-M-E. Or you can always email us at befitandme at gmail.com, also spelled out. Or you can catch us now on our website, befitandme.com. Again, that's spelled out, B-E-F-I-T-A-N-D-M-E.com. 
And right now we're still building, but you can at least find links to our podcasts, our Instagram page, and also a link to email us. And again, we need your feedback and your likes, dislikes are very appreciated. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet. Stay sexy. Stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all. Ha <laughs>